It is Tuesday and we are back. It is not a Taco Tuesday in this house, but it is a Tuesday for the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Excited to be back with you guys for another day and excited to have some announcements to share today. Well, first of all, I got to like pinch myself. I have no idea where I am. I've been in so many different beds in so many different cities and, you know, doing the huddle in different places. I'm back in the home seat today. Happy to be able to do it. And to your point, my son, there is an exciting announcement. We'll let Mr. Shea, who runs the board, talk to me. Give me some good news. Tell me something good. Let's let let's let some people start trickling in here in a minute. Okay. Good idea. I like that. So, uh, Good morning, Jeremy Turris. Glad to have you on board. I get to talk to your daughter, Susanna, this morning. So excited for that. Uh, Mr. Goldfarb is in with his lovely bride. I will see him Thursday night. We're going to be doing watches and cigars and finance and all good kind of stuff. So, uh, Speaking of watches, I get to go to the Hard Rock this afternoon to go visit Jesse Dykes and uh, a couple of their prospective new hires and one of their new hires and get to meet some new members of the team and have some great conversations. So excited for that as well. So if you're talking the Dykes family, I called on Ed Dykes um, with a favor um, that was not an easy favor, but it, and it wasn't for me. It was something that I asked him to do. No questions asked, set it up, did it. And I sent him a note that I'm so thrilled to have a quality human like him in my life. He's yeah. just a good guy, man. He's just, he's one of those people. I wish nothing but success to him and his family because he is the dog. Man. Another good guy and a, and a shout out for this morning is Keith Kafal. Had a great uh, call with him yesterday talking about ideas on ways that we can help his team and what we can do for them. So, and I know he's excited about tonight because they got a big game in Milwaukee tonight. Got to be rooting for Giannis, man. It's, uh, you know, three separate times in coaching calls yesterday. It came up, and a shout-out to Nathan from Crew Facilities. He, I didn't even know he was watching the huddle. In the middle of our conversation, he said, listen, that one conversation was a game-changer for me, talking about don't worry about the past, don't worry about the future, show up and be where your feet are, and, you know, really great. You know? Which I think that's a lesson that I tried to do a lot when I was in coaching and football, and I still continue to do, is how many different ways and how many different people can you get to drive your point home, right? I think we talk about it all the time, being present, you know, not worrying about the past and focusing on what you're doing today, but sometimes it takes another voice. Sometimes it takes somebody else saying it in order for that point to really drive home, which I don't think enough leaders do that. I don't think enough organizations do that. Look for other voices to validate and continue to push home the points you're trying to get across. And I, I want everybody to know that everything we talk about, we practice. Okay. You know, it's not sunshine and rainbows for us every day either. You know, showing up. You know, to do this show after you got kicked in the teeth. Yeah. You know, we win, we lose, we have struggles, we have things that don't happen as planned. So, you know, part of it is living it and validating it right in front of you. Mark and I are, I think, a great partnership because we lift each other. Total transparency. Hey, dude, I got kicked in the teeth. Something I thought was going to happen happened Did last week. 
oh shit, man. Got a big no last week, right? And 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 when you get that no, you know, it sucks. There's no way around that, you know, and you try to work through it throughout the day, but you know, it's part of it, and you gotta find a way to get to the other side. And having a team is so important for that. So if you live in yesterday with the no, you You're start that negative. Today yeah. is a good day. And so for those in my coaching world, you know I'm a big fan of affirmations. I'm full of grateful for today. Today is my day. Good things are going to come my way. Bam. No. <laughs> Today's content is going to be all about possibilities and what's possible and what's happened. But before we do any of that, let's go to some wake-up music and then Shay give us the announcement after the wake-up music. Will do. All right, now that everybody is up and ready, Shay, give us the good news. So the good news is, as we continually improve the show and everything, uh, um, we have created a Noodleberg Daily Huddle showcase page on LinkedIn. This will uh, house all the uh, daily shows, so every morning and stuff like that, or even if you miss it, you can go back to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle page and catch it there instead of going through fishing through Steve's content on his page. Um, so when you have a moment, go there, like it. Some of you may be getting invites to like and follow the page. Um, and that's it. Most you know, this, yeah, go ahead. This is the place to get the community there. You know, we Correct. built the tribe. All of you guys are sort of communicating with each other. This is where we'll house it all. This is taking everything that we've done on my page. And it's not about me and it's not about Shay or Jake or Mark. It's about this community. And so the page is about the community. So make sure you follow it, stay in there. There'll be announcements. Um, we, you know, we're, we'll, that's where we'll announce where we're doing the live event, which looks like it'll be September back to yeah. school kind of thing. So uh, lots of good stuff. Exactly correct. And I've gotten a lot of comments about like, you know, how come you guys don't have a web page for it or how, you know, I think this is, we believe in LinkedIn. We believe that this is the arena that everybody should be playing in. Therefore, we want to have this huddle page so that it's not just the people that are here live or commenting that can see each other. Everybody can go there. They can see who's a member of the community. You can connect anytime, any place. And that is the real place to join together and make it visible for who's a part of the huddle and who's not. And it'll happen outside of our 8 to 8.30 time slot. It happens all the yeah. time. And so driving stuff, driving content, it's all about what the new tools allow us to do. It's another extension or example of, of good stuff. But I know you got lots of good content today, my boy. Well, today is all about, we talked about it before, but it's all about what's possible. And you know, I want to start somewhere because today in history, in 1969, 
Uh, a live transmission from the uh, moon was viewed. 720 million people around the world got to see us land on the moon, take the first steps on the moon. Shay, can you show me the video? Boy, look at those pictures. Wow. It's a little shadowy, but uh, he said he expected that in the shadow of the lunar module. Armstrong is on the moon. Neil Armstrong, 38-year-old American, standing on the surface of the moon on this July 20th, 1969. That's one small step for man. I mean, that's really, really cool stuff. But 1969, the Mets won the World Series. You can go to the moon all you want. When the Mets but, won the World so Series. I, I really want to well, talk about this because I put a post out yesterday about what's possible. But, you know, when, when Kennedy originally said, let's go to the moon, it was impossible. Right. Like they didn't have the technology to do it. They didn't have the tools to do it. All it was was an idea that everybody would say is impossible. And it took 400,000 people working for NASA to invent the rocket, to come up with the computers. I mean, the computers that were used in order to calculate all of the things were the size of refrigerators. Right. It was three refrigerators stacked next to each other. And it was the first computers that ever used chips and, you know, processors to pass information back and forth. So you want to talk about time and perseverance on an idea that everybody says is impossible. Nine years later, after he says, let's go to the moon, it happens. So, you know, what's really, really interesting um, is that, you know, on the heels of that, that allows Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos to do what they're doing without anybody starting that. You know, they don't get, you know, and, and, and that's true of every profession, everything we're doing, we're standing on the shoulders of people who have done something before it. You know, everybody that's playing in the NBA and making the money, stepping on the shoulders of the greats that did it before. So, you know, that's the extension of what's possible. A thousand percent. And I think, you know, what the other part about it that people don't realize is the amount of prep that went into that, right? Like they were going to go do something that had never been done before. How do you prepare for something that's never been done before? You try to create as close to the environment as you can, and you spend day in and day out doing it. It was, and we talk about 10,000 hours to become an expert right? They spent 38,000 hours in prep time in simulators. And some of the places that they simulated, you know, Cinder Lake, Crater Field, Arizona, Grand Canyon, Sierra Blanca in Texas, Nevada National Security Site, Nevada, a couple places in Hawaii, they bounced around looking for anywhere that could simulate what it would be like to land on the moon, guessing. They don't know. Never been there. They've got no idea what it would actually be like, but they spent all of the time creating as many scenarios as they could in order to prepare themselves. And then obviously it became successful. So I think, you know, when we talk about preparation, you know, how much time are you preparing? I'm asking you for five minutes. 
I'm asking you for 10 minutes prior to a call to get yourself ready for it. These guys spent 38,000 hours preparing to step on the moon. What are you willing to do to prepare? Yeah, it's interesting. When you look at a Monday morning in most sales organizations, we used to call it show up and throw up. Mm -hmm. Hurried in, you know, still getting coffee, whatever, not set and ready. Certainly that's an example of you couldn't just show up and throw up. You, you, you know, everything is all about the preparation. So before we head to the next piece of content, I think a firm, you know, a firm, you know, fundamental of being able to accomplish something that you think or people think is impossible is believing that will take us to morning motivational music. And then we'll get to the next piece of content. compilation of music but when you break down the words yeah you can print that on your own but, <laughs> you know yesterday's gone man and don't, don't stop believing it. right like just oh, keep putting your feet on the ground believing here for sure man it's coming it <laughs> was great when when jake and i were tossing ideas back around yesterday for the huddle you know we settled on you know what okay apollo and then right. i saw and i'm gonna give a shout out to two people that are in the huddle consistently and that are huddle veterans Lori Salarolo and Brian Lynn because Brian a week and a half ago brought up Chris Nick Nickich to me right he was like we were talking he's like if you haven't seen this story wow. yet you need to look it up he's like because it's great content and then Lori yesterday posted about it because Chris Chris Nickich won and won the, the Jimmy V SB uh at the SBs this past week and if you don't know who he is, he became the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman. And it's an absolutely ridiculous story. And unfortunately, I couldn't find the right pieces to cut up in order to get you a video to be able to understand who he is. But to give you an idea, obviously, he's born with Down syndrome. He started training for the Special Olympics triathlon. He could barely run a mile. He could not ride a bike. And... <laughs> Lori says, do I get swag? Hey, Shay, do you have, Shay, do you have a picture of me and Lori? Not on me, no. I texted you the, the picture. If you could uh, go back to this, you know, this and then share it. I texted it to you. I got, I got a little backdrop, so go. 
So in his first Special Olympics triathlon, he came in dead last, right? Dead last place and was just happy to complete it. And when he won his ESPY, he gave a speech. And I want to, uh, and Lori did a great job of, of summing up. But I want to share it with everybody, let them hear it. And then I want to talk about what he talks about. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. My speech is on the screen because I have a Down syndrome accent and I speak like I am from the deep south. <laughs> Thank you, ESPN, Special Olympics, my friends, Ironman, and my family for making this possible. I'm an Ironman, a disc athlete, Post speaker, author, and as you can see, ladies, I'm adorable, single, and a favor. <laughs> People ask, how did I overcome so many obstacles? Easy. I just got 1% better every day. Three years ago, I was 18, overweight, out of shape, excluded, and isolated. But my dream was to be like you, to be included, to be dependent, and to marry an amazing woman like my mom. When I started, this was all about our boy and his dream. But now, it is so much more. Now, I want to honor God by being the best I can be to give hope to others. I do that by following a three-step prayer. One, I get represented past every day. Two, I work hard, and three, as Jimmy Fee said, don't give up, don't ever give so, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, when, when you hear that and you see that, obviously it's super inspiring, and shout out to Lori because she knows what it, what it is to be a parent of, of a child with Down syndrome, but, you know, the other reminder is that he didn't do that alone, right? Like, his dad and his mom are major support systems in his life. He's got unbelievable pushing people pushing him. And when he decided to do, move on from the, the triathlon to the Ironman, they hired an Ironman coach. They had somebody who wouldn't believe based on his Down syndrome or what he looked like or what he sounded like that he couldn't do an Ironman. And I think that's so huge because as kids, and this is what I talked about in my post yesterday, as kids, we believe anything is possible. J Kai believes that I can throw him from the pool to the roof, and there's no and no doubt in his mind that somehow, some way, that can happen. But as we get older, we allow experiences, we allow fear, we allow doubt, and we allow other people's opinions to shape what we believe is possible. 
And the whole way in order to be able, the, the, the fundamental to being able to be successful is keeping that childish mentality of anything is possible. I, I love it. You know, in doing research for the speech I'm giving to Tire Kingdom tomorrow, I came across a stat that the average person complains 30 times a day. 30 times. Now imagine if you turned that around and did something positive 30 times, but they complain 30 times. Then you see this young man who said, how do I do it incrementally? 1% better every day. Oh, and he made a choice. It has nothing to do with his Down syndrome or obstacles or whatever. Uh, Shay, show me, uh, me and Lori yesterday. So I had the pleasure of my first re-immersion back into the, after my vacation was having breakfast with her. She shared the story with me. She is the mother of a Down syndrome child, but you know what? Patrick is Patrick. He's not Down syndrome. He's, right. you know, he's competing. He's doing all kinds of amazing stuff. And if you treat people that way, there's a whole other lesson here. If his dad didn't treat him like a kid that had down Correct. And, and show Lori's comment if you can. Show Lori's comment because that's exactly what she talks about is, you know, and, and as leaders, I had this conversation with somebody that I'm coaching the other day. You can't let what you think that person is going to be affect who they are and what they're doing. Yeah. As leaders, you have to build a data-driven, fact-based profile on people, not based on how talented you think they may be or what they might do. Just show up every day and allow people to build their own resume and coach them as if they are going to be the best person you've ever had in your organization. Otherwise, you cap them. Forget about what they do. You cap them based on the way your perception is. You know, it's interesting, and I've shared this. You know, Lori is one of my best friends on the planet. When we first met, I, you know, it didn't come up in the original conversation, but then we got together again. I got to meet Patrick, and she will tell you that part of the way I embraced Patrick and still do is part of why we're so friendly. I didn't let that get in the way. I He's an adorable, lovely young man that – you know, now I've gotten him in trouble a couple of times because I take him out for beers and, and cigars and stuff. So, you know, I, I, I he knows I'm not treating him differently. And the lesson there is to let people fill their potential. You know, that's, you know, if you, don't prejudge, don't say, you know, what they can't do, say what they can do. It's just the, and, you know, the can Take can't. a page out of JFK's book. Take a, take a page out of Chris's book and just say what's possible. Think, don't worry about what other people think about what you think is possible. Don't worry about all the things that the doubts and the fears, what do you want to do? Make it a possibility. Then make the decision to get 1% better every day, work hard every day and don't ever give up. You follow that simple roadmap that Chris followed, and you can accomplish the things that you want to, no matter how old you are, no matter what, what part you of know, your life. Along the same line, Jake and I were, Jake was flipping through some sports, and we watched a hockey game with guys that were para, paraplegic, no legs. Right. Huh? And I'm watching them all over the ice doing what they're doing, and I'm like, this is amazing. 
somebody said we can do that. Yep. You know, they didn't have limitations. And, you know, it's so inspiring to do that because if you go into today, right, and are not grateful for everything you have, not what you don't have, and you are not inspired to not bitch and moan about traffic and about all the stupid shit that we complain about, you know, it's really uh, sh shame on you because that's how you set an example for people is just, you know, fulfill, you know, be, you know, what, what was it in the movie uh, Bronx Tale? Wait, wasted talent. Wasted talent. Yeah, sure. You know, so unbelievable. Awesome. Great content today. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you to Brian Lynn and to Lori Salarulo for bringing up the content and making sure we challenge everybody in the huddle to send us ideas. If, you, if you're not sure or if you have an idea about something you want us to talk about, we're always open to receiving uh, you know, you guys' content and sharing it with everybody. So thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Get 1% better today. And now let's, well, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter when at 32, pivot. Pivot and, and, and do something. Do, do the thing you're passionate about. So awesome stuff. Have a great day. Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night, forget this We've had a million, million nights